1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. guy.
0: what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13.
1: In Bones Highland. Mason Plumley, Eric Gordon. Out. John Wall, Luke Kennard. Reggie Jackson, sound the horn. Hey, everybody, it's Chris Co-Wild. Welcome to a Trade Deadline Clipcast special alert. Big moves, big moves require a big episode. That's why I've got the big gun himself, Farbod. Esh Nasari, S Nasari. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing Farbod's last name, but we by God love Farbad. That's for sure. He's on the big show. We got Bonebank Hank on the show. That's right, I've renamed Burbank Hank, who renamed himself to Zubank Hank, out of his love and admiration for Ivica Zubots. Bone Bank Hank on the show, and of course, me, Chris Cowild. Trade deadline special. Clipcast trade deadline special alert. Out, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Vision, your prescription has been canceled. Luke Kennard, out. Nuke? Luke'em. What? Luke? Luke Nukem Nuked. Gone. He is now a sharpshooter for Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, that might bite us on the ass. And gone, Gone. Gone. but not forgotten. John Wall. The John Wall experiment is over. To the window, to the wall. Till sweat runs down my John Wall experiment, which is now over. John Wall dealt. Gone. Ask anybody in Clipper Nation, or as Bone Bank Hank says, Clippers Nation. Ask anybody in Clippers Nation, what did the Clips need to do by the trade deadline? Well, everybody says we need to get a point guard. We need a proper backup big. Well, we've got a proper backup big in Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley, the one-armed free throw shooter who was shooting a horrible and abysmal free throw shooting percentage last season, like maybe under 50%, changed to the one-arm free throw ticked up 20 percentage points. Now he's at like 70 and change, closing in on 80%. Mason Plumley a Proper backup big. We got him. Everybody wanted, what's his name, Isaiah Washington. Well, tough nuts and coconuts and mayor butts. But we got Mason Plumley. His brother, what's his name, Plumley, we cut. He was a Clipper and we cut him in the preseason. Who remembers that? I do. But we got the superior Plumley. We got the superior Morris brother. Morris still on the team. Let's talk about who's still on the team. <laughs> Ivica Zubats is our starting center. Our backup center is Mason Plumley. We needed point guards, and we got Bones Highland. Oh, Bones Highland. I know Bones Highland. I know that his birth name is... Nah, Sean Highland. Nah, Sean. Nah, it ain't like that. Bones Highland's going to play point guard for us. You got to be thrilled about that. That, I think, is an upgrade, my friends, from, dare I say it, Terrence Mann. But regardless, I love Terrence Mann as our starting point guard. Bones Highland is now our new starting point guard, is my guess. I don't think Bones comes off the bench. I think Man comes off the bench, and I think Bones gets a starting point guard position. And then welcome home, Eric Gordon. That's an exciting story for you old Clipperheads. Eric Gordon was genuinely shocked, perplexed, flummoxed that we had the audacity to trade him to New Orleans for Chris Paul all those many years ago. We drafted Eric Gordon. He's a top-10 first-round draft pick. Drafted by us, great player, wasting away in Houston Rockets. He's added to the backcourt. Gone is the three-guard lineup because we just got rid of three guards. We got rid of John Wall. We got rid of Luke Kennard. We got rid of Reggie Jackson. In comes a proper backup big in Mason Plumley. In comes a point guard, Bones Highland, who's young and exciting. Arguably better point guard, yes, than Terrence Mann, who I love and is great and was great last night and should have played more minutes than stupid Reggie Jackson, who I love and I miss. God for, I mean, literally, God bless you, God love you, and good riddance to Reggie Jackson, who I loved. Reggie, Reggie, the Reggie peanut butter and jelly snacks, incredible, incredible. What a difference a day makes. Holy cow, yesterday, we're the four seed, okay? (laughs) Yesterday, we're the four-seed, five-and-six is Phoenix in Dallas. Today, we're the six-seed, four-and-five Phoenix in Dallas. Phoenix now has Kevin Durant. Dallas now has Kyrie Irving. But more importantly, Clippers Nation, we have a proper backup big in Mason Plumley. We have a point guard in Bones Highland. We have, welcome back, Eric Gordon, who is a lights-out three-point shooter and a great veteran piece in the backcourt to take over for Reggie Jackson, to take over for John Wall, to take over for Luke Kennard. I like this kind of quiet, not splashy thing that Lawrence Frank, Jerry West, and the front office of Clippers Nation cooked up. I'm happy. I'm happy right now. Yesterday, I talked to Farbod, who was not happy. He thinks we stink in the fourth quarter. He thinks we're going to get Russell Westbrook, question mark? It's Farbod. You love him. We got him. Take a listen. All right, first serious question. This guy over here in the Mavs gear, he's got a green Mavs hat. The he's got a green hat, jacket. green jacket with a racing stripe. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much
2: does he look like Luigi? He looks like Turtle from Entourage. <laughs> Meets Luigi from Mario Kart. <laughs> Bro, that's Turtle from Entourage, but dressed as Luigi. From Mario Kart. Yeah, that's <laughs> All right. I just talked to
1: somebody who knows a lot about the Clippers. One could argue he's the voice of the Clippers. He said to me,
2: he thinks Russell Westbrook gets bought out and we pick up Russell Westbrook. And I think he's crazy. I mean, that's what's on Twitter already. From who? If I had to bet, it is what the players on the team want as opposed to the front office players on the Clippers. Yeah. One. Like Kawhi and PG probably want Russ on the and Clippers. And PG and Russ obviously play together. Yeah. And I don't think the front office probably is like... A, wants to do that, right? Yeah. So think, who's
1: hanging on Twitter? Yeah. Just the Twitter sphere, People in the know? Chris
2: Haynes is the, saying it. And oh. Chris gets a lot of his stuff from, from the boys. Players, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, that's where Chris is getting it from. You seem to me, I follow you like uh In like, real life you follow me. Like a shadow, okay? I'm on you like white on rice, okay? Okay. You seem to me nervous in the fourth quarter about this Clippers. Am club. I nervous in the fourth quarter? Cor- yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Notice that he doesn't say he's nervous like his uncle Purvis or his aunt Jervis, from
2: Kansas City, Texas. He just says he's nervous. <laughs> Why? Because you've been watching. <laughs> yeah, because he's <they're> just going <laughs> scoring droughts all the time. But a W is a W, right? I mean, we got more Ws. I mean, like these guys the, are. 7-1. A W is a W, but it's like the Knicks game got close. Oh yeah. The Bucks game got close, and then they lost. The Nets game got close. Every game just gets they just blow like double digit leads in like Oh yeah, quickly in, like 2 minutes in the fourth Lawler's quarter. Lawler's law means nothing. It's terrifying. Yeah. They're a terrifying fourth quarter team. Obviously Kyrie Irving and the Mavericks tonight. I mean, it's possible that's a first round matchup us it's them. It's very possible. It's like and they're a lot better now. Do the the Mavs? Yes or no? Oh, that's I'd a, have, I don't have to see. So. I don't know. We're about to see them Because they were really good with Brunson last year. I know, I and they I lost Brunson, right? I don't know if they're better than that. Because they had Brunson. I don't think they're and better, Dinwiddie. Right, and I don't think they're better than they were with Brunson necessarily, but I think they're better than they were. At the start a of the year. Ago. Yeah. They're better than they were a week ago, but like Brunson and Dinwiddie was like a nice Yeah, one up, two punch yeah. behind Luca. But like, it's either them or the Suns in the first round. I know. Which is great for Silencing history versus the Suns, and can we do it again
1: versus the Mavs? And then Friday night, I believe the Milwaukee Bucks come to town. Last time we're going to see them, obviously, unless God willing, it's in the NBA Finals. The Nuggets and the
2: Bucks are the only two teams that scare me because of Greek Freak and Joker. Nuggets scare me way more than the Bucks because it's Joker. This town needs an animal. Serious. The Joker. It's Aaron Gordon, who is way more athletic than everyone on the Clippers. It's Jamal Murray who's got like the speedy point guard that the Clippers can never guard. There's like four guys on that team that would give the Clippers call. And Michael Porter Jr. Last question I'm gonna let you go. What do we need more? Point
1: guard or backup center? Both. And we got both. It's not splashy like Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns, which terrifies me. It's not controversial, like Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. It's classic under-the-radar Clippers moves. Think about the Clippers moves other than Kawhi Leonard and Paul George when the earth shook. All under-the-radar moves. Acquiring Bob Covington and Norman Powell. Sure, that's—I mean, literally, it's great. Honestly, it was great. But it was under-the-radar. Picking up Nicholas Batum under the radar. Picking up Reggie Jackson and Marcus Moore Sr. under the radar. These are not splashy moves. The only splashy move, the last splashy move we did, the earth shook. And we got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That's your big splash. Everything else has just been sound basketball. By Lawrence Frank, Jerry West, and the front office of this great Clipper franchise. And it is great now that Steve Ballmer is the owner. I think we're going to see some dodgy moves. Because... We're going to be navigating ideally between three and six, like in 06, because one is done. That's Denver Nuggets. Hopefully two, honestly, can stay Memphis. Hopefully that cushion they have is big enough. And I know that they've kind of stunk the past 10 games. But look, Phoenix and Dallas are making moves. What does Sacramento do? What does Los Angeles do? The California Cup is more important than ever. Ideally, ideally, the playoffs are right now, and we have a path to the Western Conference Finals that goes through Memphis and Sacramento. Excuse me, reverse that. My dyslexia kicking in. Our path right now, if the playoffs were today, which sadly it isn't, is that we're in the top six, we avoid the play-in, and our path to the WCF Final Four our path back, our return to greatness, and the conference finals is through Sacramento claiming the California Cup, and then Memphis, which is the easiest way to get there. I think, very difficult, will be Dallas with Luka, don't you just hate that Kyrie Irving is so cuckoo, cuckoo, I hate it. I think we could beat them, but that is a tougher out than the Sucktown Queens, I think. Phoenix Suns are terrifying. So hopefully the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets meet in round two and we play the winner of that round two series. And I think Ty plays anti-gravity space chess, and I know Clippers Nation has been loving to throw Ty under the bus, but I'm here to tell you it's minutes, restrictions. The man has been restricted. There are no back-to-backs in the playoffs. All minutes restrictions are off. Expect Kawhi Leonard for 49 minutes out of an available 48. I, okay, maybe he won't play 49 minutes in a 48-minute game. Maybe it's mathematically impossible. But the minutes restrictions are gone in the postseason. We've got 24 games to show our hand, to play our deck, to keep it close to the vest. I think we're doing, I think we're doing standings jockeying. Like in 06 when we intentionally lost to play the Denver Nuggets in the first round. Who remembers that? Raise your hand. The other podcasters were literally seven years old back then. So they don't remember it. But I remember it. I was there, man. I was in the building for all of it. Back then, in my days, <laughs> the stadium was called Staples Center. And downtown was a dump. Holy cow was downtown a dump. LA Live was a giant parking lot, just blacktop. That's all it was, was asphalt. A city block of asphalt and expensive parking. That's all it was. Anyway, I think we are standings jockeying. I think we're intentionally losing ball games to get to the six seed or playing our faces off to get to the three seed. It just depends on what Phoenix is doing. Dallas, to a lesser extent, is doing. And Sacramento and Memphis. Denver's one That is etched in stone. That is a commandment from on high Denver Nuggets who are so tough to beat in the mile-high stadium. One of the great home records. When they're playing winning basketball, they have one of the great home records all-time all-in because it's just tricky up there. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Joker Mountain, ha Joker? Joker Mountain? Hmm? Anyway, Joker Mountain is tough. Don't they play at the Ball Arena or the Pepsi Center? I don't care. All I know is we play at the Clipdo.com Arena. The building formerly known as Staples Center. Only for, let's see, what's what's the math? Let's see, what's the math? 41 more home games, plus how many do we have left now? Tick, 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 tick. Is that my singing calculator? My calculator ticks and sings? Okay. 15 home games left this season in that horrible hockey crap box, quote, arena, unquote. That terrible built-for-hockey crap hole, that crap box that we play in. We got 15 home games left this season, add 41 home games left next season, do the math on your singing calculator. Tick, 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 tick. That is 56 home games left in the hockey shit box, And then we go dome, sweet dome. The West that I used to say was terrible and stinks, and they did a week ago, has just, oh, the West is back to stacked. Kevin Durant for Phoenix. I don't like it. I'm upset about it. That Chad army of Phoenix fans,
0: (laughs) Sides of Four,
1: I hate them so much. I despise them. And now they are going to be that much dumber, louder, stupider, and chattier. They're chatty all right when they come to our house. And it's not our house until 56 home games. I can't not wait. 56 more home games in the regular season. I don't know how many home games in the postseason, but I do know there will be postseason home games in the hockey crap box. There will. In the goalie litter box? I don't know. It's just hockey. You know, like, Are any of you hockey fans? No, you're not. Be honest with yourselves. You don't really like other sports. You don't. You just love Clippers basketball. Stop lying to yourself that you give a crap about Sunday and Mahomes versus the South Jersey Eagles. Who cares? Who cares? It's only Clippers basketball. I am far more interested in 24 more regular season games than the big game Sunday. That's me. Is that you? I don't know, because you just spoke out loud, and honestly, I didn't hear, and that's me. The technology's the technology's not there. That's on me. I apologize. But I will not apologize. I will not say I'm sorry for the fact that the front office did both. Farbot said we needed both. We needed A point guard, we needed a backup center. We got both, Bones Highland, Mason Plumley, and then Eric Gordon for fun because we just lost three of our backcourt guys. Three of our regular guys are gone. Kennard and Reggie Jackson, regular guys. John Wall Experiment, over. They're gone. So we pick up Eric Gordon. I like it. Welcome home, Eric Gordon. He is lights out. People forget how good he is. He's a veteran. He is rock. Solid. Set your watch to him coming in and banging from the three-point line and slashing. I like Eric Gordon. Smart passer. Great outside shooter. He's a clipper in his blood. Welcome back. I think he's better than Eric Bledsoe. That was the last time somebody came back. I think he's better than Matt Barnes. That was another time somebody came back. Lamar Odom came back. Ooh, I won't tell you, with a straight face, that Eric Gordon is better than Lamar Odom. But Lamar Odom is the guy I own the most jerseys of in all of sports. That's a weird one. Second most, Blake Griffin. Hi, welcome to Chris Wilde's Jersey Talk. Oh, you talk about Jersey Talk? Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Willis, over here. Clipper Nation, we've got the upgrade. We've got the trade deadline special update. In, Mason Plumlee, your backup center. In, your new starting point guard, Bones Highland, in. Eric Gordon, welcome home. Out, Reggie Jackson. Out, John Wall. And out, Luke Kennard. Wow. Let's see if it works. We've got 24 regular season games left. But here to stay, not going anywhere. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Marcus Morris Sr., Ivica Zubac, Nicholas Batum. The big three is intact. Norman Powell. That's right. The big three is intact. Kawhi P.G. Norm, will one of these new guys help that fourth quarter scoring? That has been a real problem in the past few games. Certainly in our two L's, we don't count the second night of a back-to-back at Cleveland. We just don't simply count it. We think of the last 10 games with all our guys, and I think we lost last night because of stupid-ass minutes restrictions, which we have to deal with ah for three more games you hate to see it we got minutes restrictions friday when milwaukee comes to town we got minutes restrictions versus phoenix we got minutes restrictions versus warriors we got three more games with minutes restrictions then we go to the all-star break paul george performs at an all-star level all-star week long he gets a couple days off but he's got to go he's got to go to work everybody else got a week off Everybody else got a week off. Then we come back and we make our final push in the final 21 games of the season. Bones Highland averages less turnovers than Reggie Jackson. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I think Bones Highland is exciting. Young guy, energetic guy. Reggie Jackson took way too much time to get the ball across the half-court line. He took way too much time to pass the ball. You know, we had less touches as a team with Reggie as the quarterback than Terrence Mann as the quarterback. This is mathematically proven. The team gets more touches because Terrence Mann moves faster. Well, Bones Highland is younger than young guy Terrence Mann, and I know everybody misses young sharpshooter Luke Kennard, and like I said earlier, he went to Memphis, and that is going to bite us on the ass when we are standings and seating jockeying to try to go through Memphis as opposed to go through Phoenix. We may sadly have to face Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and the guy from the boy band, what's his name? Devin Booker. But also, I mean, those guys are all Glass Joes. Every single one of those guys in Phoenix is a Glass Joe. DeAndre Ayton is not a Glass Joe, but boy band, Durant, and CP three to six weeks, they're all Glass Joes. So if we have to face Phoenix, know that we're not going to get all three of those guys for seven games. We're just not. Probably. Anyway, who knows? Hopefully we face them round two when they get banged up. I'm not wishing for them to get banged up, but you know what I mean. In round one, it's going to be a slobber knocker because the West, the top eight just got really interesting. The top six is certainly really interesting. The least interesting teams in the top six are Sacramento and Memphis. That's that's why we're gunning for them. And people could say, oh, you're crazy, Chris Wilde. Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. John Morant, John Morant, John Morant. They couldn't get out of round two last season. They couldn't get out of round two last season. Denver terrifies Farbod. Denver terrifies me. I'm scared of a healthy asterisk. Phoenix Suns, I put an asterisk on healthy because, like us, sadly, they're rarely healthy. So hopefully we're healthy, and hopefully we don't have to go through Phoenix. We shall see. The season just got that much more interesting. Three more stupid minute restriction games that are going to make you pull your hair out if you have any hair left after this cray-cray season that we've had to endure where we just hover over 500, As opposed to two years ago, three years ago, when we dominated. And crushed at this point of the season. Last season, we were hovering over 500. This season, we're hovering over 500. Last season, we had a reason to just hover around 500 because all our guys were out. This season, our guys are back and we're still only <laughs> four games over 500 with three games coming with minutes restrictions. Hopefully, during those minutes restriction games, look, it's not like. We're having to deal with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard only playing 20 to 25 minutes. They're getting over a half hour of a 48-minute basketball game. But I prefer those guys without minutes restrictions. I prefer those guys without back-to-backs. We have no more back-to-backs until March. I think the minutes restrictions will be lifted when we come back on the other side of the All-Star break. Three games to suffer through. We got to go at least two and one in those three. Hopefully, three and zero. Oh. It's likely we lose to Milwaukee because we always lose to Milwaukee. It's likely we beat Phoenix and Golden State. (laughs) I know. It's unlikely we beat Phoenix. But we could definitely beat Golden State. 100% we can beat Golden State. We got to win one of these next three for these stupid minutes restriction games. If we do any better than just winning one, great. If we go 0-3, we're still over five hundred coming off of All-Star break where everyone's healthy, we're not playing minutes restrictions, but we do have those back-to-backs upcoming, and you know the guys are going to rest, and I guess Bones Highland gets more minutes, and Mason Plumley, and blah, blah, blah. I, I, I just flippin' hate minutes restrictions and back-to-backs. I don't understand how the league can look themselves in the mirror and allow back-to-backs in the regular season. It's just detrimental to the entire game. It's detrimental to the almighty dollar, which is what you worship, NBA owners. The almighty dollar is what you worship, NBA owners, so stop with the back-to-backs. It was an NBA trade deadline, Clipcast, Clipper Nation special alert. I'm Chris Cowild. I'm excited always. I think it's a condition. I think it's a condition that I have that I am easily excitable and forever optimistic about my beloved Clippers. Farbod is skirt. He's nervous like you-know-whom. From Bayport, Texas. We missed your Burbank Hank. We missed your Bone Bank Hank. We'll hear from him next week on a brand new Clipcast. Sound the horn. Hey, welcome back, I